Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 3.30 in the morning London time on Thursday the 29th of September. The first objective of a central bank is to project the integrity of the financial system. If the financial system is not functioning, then monetary and quantitative policies will not translate through to the real economy. Yesterday, the UK financial system partially seized up. The aftermath of the UK government's fiscal plans meant that there appeared to be no buyers of 30-year government bonds at all, and the pension industry and mortgage provision were going into some sort of meltdown. This is less than ideal. The Bank of England delayed its quantitative policy tightening and announced that it would buy bonds to restore financial market liquidity and prevent a financial system crisis, in which it will probably succeed. It is important to understand this context. The Bank of England is absolutely not setting a ceiling for government bond yields. If government bond yields rise in an orderly fashion with functioning bond markets, the Bank of England will let yields rise. The Bank of England is not injecting liquidity into the economy, and this policy is neutral for inflation. Demand for liquidity has temporarily risen in a disorderly financial market, and the bank is temporarily increasing liquidity supply to match that temporary increase in liquidity demand. That balance is inflation neutral. Delaying quantitative policy tightening should not really affect inflation if the delay is only for a month or so. Economies are not that sensitive to central bank policy. This particular set of policies should therefore be considered as preventing any unnecessary real economic damage arising from paralysed markets, but not having a real economic impact beyond that. It is more likely to be monetary policy that is used to influence the real economy, and that is going to focus on offsetting the inflation consequences of a weaker pound sterling. The growth and inflation implications of the government's ideology are not otherwise likely to be especially inflationary, as it seems increasingly obvious that the announced fiscal plans are growth, and therefore price, deflationary. UK Prime Minister Truss is undertaking a series of radio interviews today, having spent most of the past five days out of sight of anyone who might ask an intelligent question. Markets are keen to see how the Prime Minister will respond if asked an intelligent question today. From the United States, we have revised GDP for the second quarter. This is not really the final revision. There will be more revisions over the coming quarters, but is billed as the final revision. The market has not really shifted its expectation, but for what it's worth, the final, not final GDP print has been more likely to be revised up than revised down in the recent past. The core personal consumer expenditure deflator was downgraded as an inflation measure in the US Federal Reserve's June policy errors, but it still has market relevance, and so the quarterly number for the PC deflator will be looked to. In the euro area, there are German figures for September consumer price inflation, with the expectation for another energy-induced rise. Alongside this, there is 
an embarrassingly large number of European Central Bank speakers. It's not possible to move in the financial markets today. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.